The Retro Network Time Machine with Jason and Mickey is brought to you this week by Retro Days. Join the fun this week at retro-daze.org. Sign up for your free account and from there you can contribute articles, start a thread in the forum, and connect with other retro-minded people in the Retro Days community. And don't forget to check out the Retro Days YouTube channel featuring RD's Retro Detention. And by... Fun.com. Have the most fun this Christmas season by shopping at Fun.com. Find something for everyone on your list and save a little money with the Retro Network's 20% off promo link. First, click the link in today's show notes, which will take you to the Fun.com website. A banner will pop up showing that the Retro Network's 20% off promo is activated, which is good now through January 7th, 2022. Then the easy part. Start filling your shopping cart with all kinds of great gifts in the Fun.com store. Snag the holiday party favorite ugly Christmas sweaters featuring themes like A Christmas Story, Caddyshack, The Matrix, Christmas Vacation, and many more. Next, pick some accessories like the Mandalorian Grogu sneakers, Cobra Kai socks, a Looney Tunes backpack, and much more. Then top your shopping list off with some great retro decor like Care Bears throw pillows, Power Rangers tiki mugs, and a Batman bed for your furry superhero. Once your shopping list is complete, take advantage of that 20% savings by buying yourself a little something this Christmas. Because that Wampa rug will look great under your Star Wars themed Christmas tree. Beat the holiday rush and start saving now at the one-stop shop for holiday cheer, fun.com. is a presentation of the Retro Network. Your vehicle to the past doesn't need roads or even 1.21 gigawatts. It's the Retro Network Time Machine with Jason and Mickey! The Retro Network Time Machine is back and ready to double back to our pop culture past. You've got Jason here along with Mickey on our fun yep. journey this week. Hey, uh, while I'm thinking about it, since uh, we're a couple of days out, happy Halloween to you. Oh, happy Halloween. You got any uh, any plans this year? Anything you're... Working? I, <laughs> you work, yeah. Yeah, I go work Working on Sunday, Saturday. though. Yeah. No. We did have one guy when the schedule got posted this week pitched an absolute fit about how low down and dirty and lying the company was, promising we'd never work a holiday weekend and stuff. Me, me, it was his supervisor he was moaning to, and I was there with him, and me and that other supervisor was just looking at each other like, uh, what? (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's not a holiday. Oh, and I was being the smart aleck. I said, your union did not negotiate that as a holiday. Sorry. Yeah. It's not in the book. <laughs> uh, I, I feel you, but it's not. So you're going, we got to take the kids trick or treating. And, <laughs> and, and the other supervisor said, well, you're going to get out of here at two o'clock Saturday. So, and then I had to pipe in and say, plus Halloween Sunday. I mean, what's where's the problem? Uh, he was a little irate. Our trick or treating is actually on Saturday night here. For some reason, I don't know why. I guess maybe because it's the night before you're going back to school or whatever. They can uh, stay out a little later. But used to be around here when Halloween fell on a Sunday, it was done on Saturdays just for religious observance and stuff. But this year, all the communities announced that it would be observed on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So the kids in this area are are getting lucky because all the churches and the towns are doing their trunk and treats on Saturday. And neighborhoods are doing it on Sunday. Yeah. So they get to double up. Double double dose. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. We're going to do a little bit probably around the neighborhood Saturday. I think probably most of our trunk or treats are Saturday. But my sister-in-law, my where my nephews and nieces are, I don't know, maybe about 10 miles up the road. Their neighborhood, which is a very nice neighborhood, is doing theirs on Sunday night. So... I'm going to take the little girl up there Sunday night to do it all over again. And I didn't really, well, we've decorated some for Halloween, like outside, never really with lights and stuff. I usually get those big uh, yard bags that look like the jack-o'-lanterns and fill them with leaves, you know, and put them out front. Mm -hmm. We'll do our pumpkins and all that. But this neighborhood, man, 
there's house upon house with purple and orange lights. The whole porches are decked out, and I was impressed. We were up there last weekend, and man, it was almost like a uh, you know just a Christmas scene. But the Halloween going through all the houses and seeing all the lights and everything that everybody had out. So mm-hmm. maybe it's a little bit of uh, you know people being stir crazy from COVID and all that stuff. They just let's just go all out this year. Now, teach your daughter, Rye, especially if you're going to a nice neighborhood, you always pack a second costume in your candy bag <laughs> hit and again. you change and you hit them again. Yes. Very cool. Yeah. No. Uh, so this, this, this neighborhood, it's a golf cart friendly neighborhood, put it that way. And you will see the residents out in their golf carts drinking beer. Like it's okay to drink beer. While you're driving your golf cart. So my brother-in-law will, my brother-in-law is the one that usually stays at the house, gives out the candy and will give beers to the dads (laughs) as they come by. So I didn't tell you what my youngest daughter found. That was really cool. Uh She found a uh, great pumpkin, Charlie Brown pillowcase. Oh, nice. But it has handles built on it too. So you can take a pillow out of it and it becomes an extra large treat bag for Halloween. (laughs) Very nice. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so they're done though, right? You're you're not gonna go out trick or treating on Sunday. No, no. But she was like talking about going out on Halloween night. I'm like, we're not going anywhere. Too old trick or treat. She goes, No, I'm going with my friend. She has to take her little sister, and we're going. I'm like, No, you're not. <laughs> you're not going running around neighborhoods at 15 years old on Halloween night. I don't even believe that's what you'd be doing. So no. Well, come on, man. Maybe she's uh secretly planning to go corning some houses and soap some windows and well she's cooler than that but if uh, she was going to get into some mischief she all she has to do is actually tell me because i'd go with her but don't <laughs> right. lie about it <laughs> yeah don't tell me you're <laughs> you're gonna be a angel it's time to be the devil so you're gonna do like a movie marathon or something maybe sunday night with everybody or just your normal couch time whatever um because uh where I've got to work Saturday and won't get to do it Friday night, get started on it. Cause we've got like two nights worth of stuff to watch now every weekend, but we'll probably push the shows that are, none of them are Halloween or really spooky, but some shows just line up better like CSI Vegas and uh, mm-hmm. the lost symbol, you know, little darker shows we'll say, mm-hmm. but the Lincoln theater here in town, which is a performance theater, but they have a movie screen too. It's an old theater. They're running uh, a late night showing of Rocky Horror Picture Show on Friday night that I'm not going to get to go to because I got to work Saturday morning. But then Saturday, they're doing a four movie horror movie marathon starting in the afternoon. It's uh, I've heard the titles, nothing real popular except for the last one at 9 p.m. They're doing a screening of the original Night of the Living Dead. Mm. So that's pretty cool. It's like two bucks a movie for all four. Not bad at all. But I'd say we'll just be here at home eating candy or Cheerios. (laughs) Right. Yeah, those Rocky Horror Picture screenings, I remember some being around, I think it was when we were in Atlanta, and they would announce, like, it's a sing-along. It's, you know, audience interaction all the way, and Mm -hmm. uh, costumes are encouraged. (laughs) So this one, it's $5 a ticket, and you get a a drink Uh and a... what did they call it? Um, not a gift bag, but a, I don't know. You get a bag of goodies and a drink plus the movie for five bucks. I mean, that's how do you beat that yeah. these days with prices? Can't compare. No. Well, fun. So yeah. I'm, people hear this. All this will be in the past. So. Yeah, true. Yeah. Happy Halloween, everybody. Two days ago when you hear this <laughs> or, or one day ago. Anyway, well, you want to uh, do a couple Have You Heards? Sure. Uh, they're all primarily food-related this week, but um, one that caught my eye that I guess it's an exclusive to Sam's Club, Swiss Miss Cocoa Puffs. I think I've heard about those. They're uh, so branded, you know, the Swiss Miss company that makes the hot cocoa. Mm-hmm. And you've got the uh, cuckoo bird in his uh, winter garb, a scarf and earmuffs on the box. Looks pretty good. The uh, one that I see here from, I think it was the Impulsive Buy. Yes. 
up in the right corner of the box, it says two bags. So this must be some kind of <laughs> large box to have two bags inside. Hmm. So didn't know if you had heard that. Here's a fun one. Uh, we'll get, we're still in the Halloween season. So even though it's past when you're listening to this, have you heard that Burger King, unfortunately in Canada, is doing a Franken Whopper? Hmm. So exclusively through the BK app, this Franken Whopper is basically its signature Whopper, and it adds layers of onion rings and fries. Oh. <laughs> and it's piled pretty high in the picture. So imagine your regular Whopper and just add <laughs> onion rings and fries. Kind of a Frankenstein concoction there, you know. I thought that was pretty, yeah. pretty good for, you know, like you're always uh, saying, use what you have. And yeah. And that that idea they could bring back year after year and it'd be like the 2022 Franken Whopper uh-huh. and just stuff. Maybe next year it might be a uh, chicken nuggets uh, or something. <laughs> yeah, a Whopper with chicken fry with chicken fries and onion rings on it. Or, you know, yeah, fix it up a little bit. Yeah, that would be uh, fun to keep that kind of going. I don't know. I was never one to really like. What was it they did a couple years ago? They had the black bun. Mm-hmm. There was like a Halloween the Whopper, ghost Whopper and, the yeah. ghost one. Yeah. There was like a white bun or something. I never was uh, seeking those out. It just kind of seemed weird to me. The, just the bread is different. seemed like, but anyway, uh, thought that was good. Here's another really cool idea that would get me, you know, into a restaurant. Have you heard that Wendy's is launching three new mystery drinks under the Fanta brand in their Coca-Cola freestyle machine. Hmm. So I'm not a fan of Fanta, but go ahead. So starting November 7th, you know what the the freestyle machines are where you kind of go through and make your selections. Well, they're putting three mystery flavors in there under the Fanta brand. And then you get that, you try to guess the flavor. They're doing like a sweepstakes contest for a chance to win 10 grand. If you can guess the flavor. So, well, I, I never have liked Fanta. And number two, I don't like the freestyle machines either. Uh, the, some, the flavors, even just like straight up Coke or something, just isn't good out of those machines. So. Well, I'm usually a victim of them in that I never get just a straight Coke or something. It's always like cherry Coke or vanilla Coke or, mm-hmm. you know, Strawberry Sprite or something. I always add the flavors to them because, you know, when in Rome and yeah. my, my oldest goes overboard and he'll do, I, I call it the Skittles Coke because he'll just do like a little tap of every single flavor that they have in there. It's almost like what we got at the little league field back in the day when we got suicide and got a little bit of everything in the cup, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I'm kind of a victim of that. I just thought it was a cool idea that, you know, you're going to get people into the store to maybe guess this if they're, you know, kind of a sweet steaks person, but that, you know, mystery flavors are all the rage nowadays and right. trying it out in that way, I thought was very unique. Well, it is, it is. It's just not something I'm interested in. So finally, uh, have you heard, I think it was at the, uh, what do they call it? Pulse con the Hasbro's mm-hmm. little online comic con. They are re-releasing the G.I. Joe Sky Striker. It's not even the biggest news. They're bringing <laughs> the O-rings back. Well, that is true as well, yes. That kind of got me excited looking at the new and uh, improved Sky Striker and that the figures that come with it do have the O-rings. And I know not they're doing some other packs figures. too, yeah. Yeah, the new Snake Eyes Storm Shadow double pack is going to be O-rings and they're using the original molds. For the figures yeah that's pretty cool i think and th- these are at the uh what do they call it i well it might just be the hasbro pulse website which is a more or less a kickstarter campaign where they're trying to get to i think ten thousand backers before it gets made and they'll they've got a time limit on it i think through sometime in december on the sky striker but i don't know i was like wow um it's got the glorious retro box art and then if you hit like 13,000 they're going to do 
a Scarlet in the like uh, flight suit, like Ace's flight suit, which I thought was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And if you get to 15 or 16, they're going to give you like the dudes on the runway, you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> the flagger guys and all that stuff. So, man, you know, that seems to be a home run as far as what would you give the G.I. Joe fans to really just drive them crazy? The O-rings. Bringing back the O-rings. Yeah. <laughs> bringing back, that's what, yeah, seriously. Those molds, those figures, bringing those back, and they're doing a bunch of the other uh, classified people as well. And I did see today they're doing a, what some Ghostbusters fans are calling the most screen-accurate proton pack yeah, in their, their HasLab or Hasbro, whatever, whatever it is. Uh, I think it was like 300 bucks, but it looked pretty cool as well. So they're doing some good. It's just, uh, gonna take you breaking your piggy bank to get some of this stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. I won't even be opening my piggy bank for it. Unfortunately, I don't that type of disposable income, uh, I use for other things these days. So (laughs) trading cards. Yes. (laughs) So ain't bought any of those in several months now either. So, I just uh, tonight I bought a box of the Coca Cola Polar Bears cards from I think ninety two or ninety three, and me and the little girl are opening up a pack each night. Oh. We're gonna try to collect the uh, the whole set. So something she has not really been exposed to sadly is the trading cards. So. She seems to be liking it, and we're checking the numbers to see how many more we need to get in the set. It's a small set. It's only like, I think, 50 cards or something. But yeah. they've got uh, two chase cards that are die cut and have the Coca-Cola logo on them. We found two of them, so she was pretty excited for that. Anyway, hmm. I'm I'm all in on trading cards. Our friends uh, of the Retro Network, they get Christmas presents. They're definitely going to have some packs of trading cards in there boxes this year <laughs> <laughs> all right anything else you want to add before we uh move along in the show no i think i'm good okay well we had such a great time last week with the retro rumble and got some great feedback that i already know where we're going this week i usually do anyway but <laughs> we're <laughs> we are going to do another round of our retro rumble again this week I think uh, it was a lot of fun and I saw a lot of the feedback too. And like I told you, I was like, well, that's great. Cause we already have enough suggestions to do like another 12 or 15 of these shows. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I guess we'll just ride the wave then Yeah, and uh, keep rumbling until we're all rumbled out. But uh, all right, well let's jump in the time machine. We'll uh, head back to the past and jump all over the place as we play another round of retro rumble. All right, here we are, floating around in the past, ready to rumble, and uh, we got some new suggestions this week. What did you tell me? How many are we up to total in the randomizer? 178. Yes. Wow. But uh, we've done some of those last week. They're all still in the database. I'm not removing them for other reasons, but I do highlight them, so if it does pop back up and it's highlighted, I'll just run it again. But for okay. people who may not have listened last week, these are just... Most of these are one versus one. There's a couple three ways in here, but um, it's just it's just a simple thing. We'll just randomize it. It may pop up Star Trek versus Star Wars. Jason and I, we may agree. We may disagree. We may argue. We may debate. We may not have an opinion one way or the other, but we're just discussing whatever topics pop up. And uh, I think it was Mr. Chad Droz over on Twitter that said uh, we need a sound effect and you said the uh <laughs> was it the pressure luck board so yeah we'll see what i can come up with in our <laughs> or the <laughs> or the big effect. the big spinny wheel from price is right would be good too that would yeah that would be good too okay well let's or, uh uh-huh. since you mimic the royal rumble logo maybe you take a sound bite of the countdown the three two one the crowd chanting and then the buzzer going off okay <laughs> 
Okay, we'll see what we Any can do. Work. Yeah, I did make a logo if you uh, noticed it in your beautiful. podcast feed. So we created the Royal Rumble logo. So, okay, I'm ready if you're ready, man. All righty. I'm going to hit the uh, randomizing. Oh. This one submitted by Karen from the Retro Network. Karen always has a lot of fun stuff on Twitter at Karen Flieger 8. That's F L I E G E R. But Karen suggested this one Frogger versus Cubert. Frogger versus Cubert. Mm. Well, I'll go first. Mm-hmm. Confession I never played Cubert. So, you sorry, sack it. And I probably only played Frogger once. What? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't care for Frogger. <laughs> you got to remember. What? You got to remember where I lived. The closest arcade was an hour away. I feel like the local Kmart store where you might have a pole position machine as your only game selection. Nintendo was, or when my brother got the Atari, we played combat and stuff on, but it wasn't, it was really when I got Nintendo, when I got into video gaming period. And when I could go to that arcade an hour away, it was at the mall. You might get one quarter or two. And you'd be in there for five minutes, and it was it. So I never was an arcade head. Didn't didn't have the opportunity. Okay. They did make Atari versions, I think, of both of those games, which were nothing like the the arcade experience. Um, I'm actually leaning towards Qbert on that one. Uh, Just a fun concept with the pyramid turning colors. And then I think in my sticker book, my old 80s sticker book, I've got some Qbert stickers in there so i know i was loving that and then do you remember saturday supercade had a frogger show and a cubert segment on that never watched it never watched it nope. yeah the cubert one was more fun it was like uh almost like a happy days <laughs> <laughs> parody they were all wearing like letterman jackets and it was almost like set back in the 50s and that was fun. I can't remember what the Frogger one was. I want to say he was maybe a news reporter or something, but of course Frogger, you know, the, the Frogger episode on Seinfeld, that's pretty iconic. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably in my top 10 Seinfeld episodes though. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm going to go just slightly above Frogger with Qbert. Hmm. Okay. You ready for another one? Let's do it. Randomizing. Oh, this one was submitted by me. I already know my answer. <laughs> Up all night, host Rhonda Shear versus Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> yeah, uh, Rhonda Shear, of course. Yes, yes, is at the top of the list. Uh, I'm having trouble as I sit here right now. Who had which night? Uh, I want to say. Gilbert had, was one had after, Friday, one had Saturday. Yeah, I want to say, I was thinking Gilbert was Saturday and she was Friday night. Yeah, that sounds Something right. Something like that. Because I think I remember watching more on Fridays and Saturdays. And, or I don't know, I, I used to watch a lot on Saturdays because after Are You Afraid of the Dark would be on from 9.30, mm-hmm. it was time for Up All Night. <laughs> so maybe it was Saturday. Well, but... And it's not just the beautiful goddess that Rhonda Shear was. Yes, I is. just, I liked her segments better than Gilbert's too in between the movies. Yeah. Gilbert always kind of graded on me. I can appreciate him, especially now that I'm older, but <laughs> I never hated him or anything. It's just, he was an annoying little man. And Rhonda was easy on the eyes, easy on the ears and just the segments. I don't know. Yeah. I just preferred Rhonda all the way around. She always seemed to be doing something, you know, maybe something in relation to what movie they were showing. But I don't know. He always seemed more just he was stuck in a room or something where she was out roaming around, you know, the streets or whatever. It seemed like more anyway. That type of program, I think, is missing in the days of streaming. Mm -hmm. You know, going and coming from commercials to have the host. Which you have uh, Sven Gulli on Me TV every week, mm-hmm. doing like the old Elvira shtick. But uh, I th- and I don't know that 
any of those shows. Of course, Sven Gulley's been on for a while now and is pretty popular on Twitter on Saturday nights. But isn't there uh, another one too? It's like a drive-in or something. Oh, Joe Bob's Drive-In. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that one's now, pretty popular. That was big back during the time of Up All Night too and stuff. It's you know that one. The current one is on Shutter and it's not like a weekly thing or anything. They do specials for Halloween, Christmas, or whatever. But. Hmm. But yeah, it'd be fun. Know. Like you know, if Tubi, I know Tubi wants to get their advertising revenue, but say you didn't have a specific advertiser, or you're playing a a movie that needs a little bit extra time in there. Yeah, throw a segment in there like that, and mm-hmm. that'd be fun. Do you remember when TBS used to do the dinner in a movie? Yeah they they made a they cook something right. Yeah, the whole time it was a man and a woman, and they had good banter back and forth, and they were always Uh interesting and going and coming from commercials. And a lot of times they would match up what they were cooking with the theme of the movie. That was a good, good uh, deal they had going there too. Yeah. Okay. So we got uh, two two votes for uh, Rhonda Shear then. Mm -hmm. Well, (laughs) I give her two thumbs up. Okay. Uh, Let's hit the. uh, Randomizer here again. Oh, we already done that one. Just to remind folks, if you want to hear us discuss Clubber Lang versus Ivan Drago, which was a pretty drawn out conversation, you can go back and listen to last week's episode. We already covered that one. It's funny with 180, whatever you said, 175 in there, it hit that one again already. Mm -hmm. All right, here we go again. Uh, this one proposed to us, well, by Jason here, the shadow versus the phantom. (laughs) That was for, uh, Adam. Yeah. Figured. Uh, I have seen the phantom, I think once, and I've never seen the shadow. So (laughs) you and me both on both counts. I'm out there. Yeah. I don't even remember much about it, but the phantom Billy Zane was in it. Now, if we're talking about movie versus movie, it's one thing. If we're talking about like character versus character, I have read a lot of the old comics from both. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't care for the Phantom movie, but I really liked the comic strips. Uh, the Shadow, I've read some of the comic stuff, and it's pretty good. I uh, just don't enjoy it as much as the Phantom. But I've never seen the Shadow movie. Billy Zane has never been one of my favorite actors, and the story of the Phantom movie was not very good. And I have some shadow action figures and really? uh, okay. they're, they're okay. So I'm, I'm going to call it a push Yeah, from all the different properties. Did we open some shadow trading cards or one of, the or Phantom. maybe it was the Phantom. It was the Phantom yeah. trading cards. Yeah, we opened. It was a very loose, very loose tie into Halloween last year. Just the name of it, the Phantom mm-hmm. you know, tied it into the Halloween wax pack scenes from the movie i've got a phantom ring too it's a big old knuckle duster big old silver (laughs) ring like he had in the movie Uh uh-huh i do remember where i got that tony sent it to me from retro days cool well sorry (laughs) that was a downer anyway yeah adam will be like listening to this (laughs) talking out loud and yelling at the did you not listen to our podcast on, I think, I don't know if they've done both. It seemed like, uh, they did a special on, on one of them, like a special podcast. Yeah. Uh, most likely the phantom Adam is a huge, I mean, not phantom, the shadow. Adam is a huge shadow fan. Mm-hmm. He makes no apologies for it. Neither should he. So. All right. We're going to spin this wheel again here. Ooh, from Gary here at the Retro Network at Mile High Samurai on Twitter, Chuck Norris versus Bruce Lee. Hmm. You want to roll with that one? Chuck Norris looks better in a pair of Levi's. True. Uh, uh, Has Bruce Chuck Lee Norris, ever been in a pair of Levi's? Um, <laughs> in his own or somebody else's? I don't know. I would bet he's been in somebody else's many times. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Better TV shows. Chuck Norris starred in Walker. 
uh, Bruce Lee co-starred in the Green Hornet and was pretty cool. Uh, they fought in a Bruce Lee movie and Bruce Lee won. Uh, was that Enter the Dragon? Was that the one that Chuck Norris was in with him? Or was it I don't know. I have not watched a lot of Bruce Lee stuff. Well, I know a young Chuck Norris was a bad guy in one of the movies and had a battle with Bruce Lee. And of course, Bruce Lee won. Um, that wasn't Enter the Dragon. That was the... I want to say the circle or something like that. Yeah. Anyway. Bruce Lee never had a whole internet meme created after him. You know, like <laughs> Norris, the legend the of whole, Chuck Norris yeah. stuff there. Holy cow. Uh, I, as cool as Bruce Lee, the, the thought of Bruce Lee is very cool, but Chuck Norris has been more in our pop culture lifetime and been a bigger part of, right. you know, cartoon Chuck Norris, karate commandos. I'm going to go with Chuck Norris. And I'm sitting here staring at a Chuck Norris commandos action figure. So there you go. The way of the dragon is the one that they're in. Okay. Yeah. I probably Chuck Norris versus like Steven Seagal or I'm trying to think of somebody else or Van Damme. Yeah. Put them all three, you know, together. Because, yeah, I'm definitely in the Chuck Norris realm. I've seen way more of his movies than Bruce Lee movies. And, of course, I was a huge fan of Walker, Texas Ranger. I make no apologies <laughs> for that. So, definitely, my scale is tipping the Chuck Norris way. Yeah. Well, we're blowing through these tonight. We are. Let's see here. Give it the old randomizer again. Ooh, gosh, here's another one of mine. Oh, this one is tough. Elvira versus Rhonda Shear. <laughs> okay. I should have did like Elvira versus Vincent Price or something. That ain't even a contest. What do you, It's supposed to be hard. You know, I haven't really... I mean, I remember Elvira back in the day. I didn't watch Mistress of the Dark probably until maybe 10 years ago. So I don't have much nostalgia for that. Uh, what about her old show movie macabre? Elvira's I, movie I don't macabre. remember. I don't remember watching much of that back in its heyday. Well, you can remedy that on Tubi. They've got a bunch of them on there. I've seen, I've actually watched one, my phone, which is a galaxy S 10. If I swipe to the right, there's like a Samsung streaming service called Samsung Free. Huh. And it's kind of like Pluto TV. It's just channels. And there was a, uh, I don't know if it was a, just a straight Elvira channel, but I uh, just started watching. They've got like Bob Ross and, you know, a bunch of different shows on there. But anyway, sidebar there. I probably watched more Rhonda Shear back then so I've, wa- I've watched a very fair amount of both and uh gosh this is this is a tough one I, i'm surprised i made it this tough by putting this in here myself <sighs> they're like two sides of the same coin it just depends on what i'm in the mood for if i want something a little darker and uh you know more not really horror but you know i go with elvira if i want something more upbeat and light i'll go with ronda sheer so true it's a push for me. Angel, devil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Best of both worlds. Okay. Right. Let's see what comes up next. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh, this was a newly added one. Brought to us uh, by Wrestling Memory Grenade Podcast. You can find them at Wrestling Grenade on Twitter. R-A-S-S-L-I-N. Mr. Roper versus Mr. Furley. <laughs> I did see that today. Yeah. Um, see, it's it's almost unfair because if you get Mr. Roper, you get Mrs. Roper, right? Mm-hmm. I, I would guess. I'm on another confession. I don't care for Three's Company. I've never really? watched a full episode. Well, I figured you would lean towards Mr. Furley just because it's Don Knotts, but well, then I'll say yes if it's Don Knotts. Then yes, <laughs> that's my pick. 
I have watched some Three's Company in my day and back in the day too. Not first run. I think that was like a late seventies, early eighties show, if I remember right. But mm-hmm. a lot in reruns. It was in the rotation when uh, I'd stay over at my Graham's house and she was a night owl <laughs> and would watch sitcoms, old sitcoms, just reruns of those back to back to back to back, and it was in the mix. Yeah, so the the char- Mr. Furley was essentially Don Knotts. You know, it's he didn't stretch far beyond Barney. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and his kind of bumbling and uh, those uh, those stares and those raised eyes that he would get. You know, in certain situations with uh, Jack and the girls there, and then Mr. Roper was more straight laced and. Mrs. Roper was like this uh, cougar, you would probably say, <laughs> and uh, always trying to get him, Mr. Roper, that is, to uh, get back to their apartment to have a little fun. <laughs> um, so, and I, you know, of course, I love Don Knotts, but I'm going to lean towards Mr. Roper just because you got Mrs. Roper in the mix, too. You got both of those characters. So, okay. That's my take. Well, let's roll it back again. Oh, from Gary from the Retro Network again, that Mile High Samurai. This was going to be in your wheelhouse, I think. Debbie Gibson versus Tiffany. (laughs) Well, I was not. I'm not a fan of either of them Really in the least I didn't really get into The pop singers Even Whitney you know I was more into Rock and roll and rap and all that Other stuff kind of just Not the girly Pop singer type stuff Even Madonna I wasn't really into Madonna either But if In case you don't know or haven't Listened to either of them Debbie Gibson, I'll give her the edge because she was the one that like wrote her music and a lot of it uh, played piano and and stuff on her albums. So Tiffany mm-hmm. was more just, uh, but she was huge. You know the whole thing when uh, mall tours were yep. <laughs> popular. You know Tiffany was the queen of the mall tours, um, but Debbie Gibson just singer songwriter producer whatever. I mean she did it all. On her albums So that would impress me more To put her kind of a notch above Well uh, As far as young Listening habits went I was a Tiffany guy Uh, I never I don't know that I I mean I'm sure I've heard a Debbie Gibson song I probably just didn't know who it was at the time What I remember about Debbie Gibson Was she was Quite popular with the girls in my class Mm -hmm. And several of them Were the little black hats Mm-hmm. And had the knees cut out of their jeans with the smiley faces drawn on their knees, <laughs> and the hole in their jeans. Uh-huh. I do remember that, and that may have been why I never really sought out Debbie Gibson because it was like, oh my gosh, really? Like <laughs> all you, all twelve of you girls in class are doing the same thing. Come on, mm-hmm. it was the same way when New Kids on the Block hit it big. The same girls were, you know, all about the. Mm-hmm. So I'd have to go with Tiffany. Now, if you're talking about them today, yes, I am a Tiffany fan more well, than Debbie. You know, <laughs> she sung that song to me too. So I've got a <laughs> Tiffany covered the Mickey song. Oh, did she? Okay. I don't in remember her last, covering Mickey. In the last several years, yeah. Okay. It's pretty it's a pretty good version. So I'm gonna go with that. Well, uh that was a good matchup. It was. I am going to not randomize this one because since Mr. Chad Droz was so helpful to send us some suggestions, we'll make sure one of his at least makes it on this week without being random. So board games. Trouble versus sorry. Mm. Now, trouble had the little pop and bubble, didn't it? That's right. Okay. And sorry had the little... You had multiple pieces you had to get somewhere. I think. Yeah, it was basically the same kind of concept where you're trying to go all the way around the board and get your guys into the home base there. Yeah. Whereas you're just popping in the middle to get your pieces out and 
to keep rolling versus sorry you had the cards and then you could do the sliding too yeah the sliding yep mm-hmm. we played a lot of games my cousin and i tim growing up my brother and i tim had both trouble and sorry i never owned either but i played them a lot at his house but you can go ahead with your thoughts i just wanted to throw that in there i am definitely a sorry guy versus trouble we still will bust out sorry when my dad comes down because even through high school when uh, my parents were divorced and it was just me and him hanging out on the weekends, we would bust sorry out and play each other. So now when he visits, which he's coming in in a couple of weeks, I'm sure we'll have to break it out at some point. He'll say, let's play sorry or something. And now the grandkids can get in on the action too. But I just love that because the cards too, you get so many different random there's a, a bunch of different strategies that you can have with sorry, where you're trying to go backwards from your home to kind of cheat and <laughs> don't have to go all the way around the board. You can switch pieces and uh, just the sliding action to take people out. You know, I love sorry. Yeah, I think I would go with sorry as well, but uh, trouble is still cool with that bubble in the middle. Pop that yeah. sucker down and let it pop. It's still pretty cool. I saw and, one in Ollie's last weekend that was like neon colors it looked really Ooh. cool and i forgot to mention chad droz on twitter at chad underscore droz d-r-z-e you can hit him up say hey give him a follow d-r-o-z-e yeah i'm sorry what did i say d-r-z-e that's not what i said uh, <laughs> rewind <laughs> <laughs> so Thank you, Chad. Thank you for listening. Thank you for chiming in just immediately yeah. today with uh, numerous suggestions. They're all in the database, so there's the first one. Yeah, who knows? You may get another one on this episode. I just didn't want to go totally random and you not hear one of your picks. Five, four, three, two, one. Yeah. Uh, this one is another one of mine. And it's a shame it didn't come up last week before Halloween, but better late than never. Booberry versus Frankenberry. Oh, you can't make me pick. Well, I can <laughs> because that's the point of the, this, these episodes. Protest. Uh, <laughs> let's. You're not allowed to say that. That's mine and Tiny's. I have. Uh, gimmick. I have one cereal left in the house at, that I've been saving. Out of the monster cereals, and that's Frankenberry. So I will lean towards Frankenberry, even though I do love Booberry. So did you say Frankenberry as in a best for last thing or in yes, a best I, gotta, for last. I wanna yeah. eat Booberry first type way? No, no, best for last. Yeah. I grew up a Frankenberry guy. I'm still a Frankenberry guy. But my wife and kids are all Booberry fanatics and it has grown on me to where they are very neck and neck these days. Mm-hmm. The monster mash cereal was a good middle ground for us because, you know, all the pieces were blueberry and Frankenberry pieces. So you got a little of both, but even though that was mixed, it was still not as good as the individual cereals. So I'm still going to say well. that would make a good <laughs> mashup. Just mixing Frankenberry and blueberry together. I think mixing the Frankenberry and Count Chocula would be good, which I might do that. I still have one unopened box of all three. You know, get that chocolate strawberry mixture going. I think yeah, that, that would could be work. Good. Even blueberry, but probably more strawberry, you know, mm-hmm. would, would work with chocolate best. How I never tried a- that. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you know, it was like when that Monster Mash cereal came out, it's like, oh, damn, why have I never tried to mix them over the years? Right. So. Uh, let's, I say, let's do like one more. Let's see, let's see if we can get like a a really good one here to end on. Okay. Even though that one was pretty epic. Yeah, that one was pretty good. You need to put in there uh, fruit boot versus fruity yummy mummy as well. Yeah. I don't know that I ever had either one. Oh, really? So yeah, I don't know about that oh man there's another one of mine i think i'm just going to do this again because i've had too many tonight although that was a good one i thought of today and added mm-hmm. so <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Ooh, stacy at geeky underscore vixen the retro network and on twitter 227 versus amen 
Old TV shows. Ooh. And they used to come on Saturday nights on NBC. Yeah, it was like back to back, right? Two two seven first, and Amen was at nine. I thought two two seven was at eight, but maybe something else was okay. on at eight. Maybe it was uh, different strokes at eight or something. Two two seven may have been eight thirty. I just know my mom and I used to watch it, both of them. Mm-hmm. And Empty Nest was on Saturday. Oh no, I think was it. No, okay. There for a while they were back to back at eight and eight thirty because Golden right. Girls and nine and nine thirty. Right, man, that right. was a solid, solid lineup of television. It was, right man. There. Good gosh, especially when you're like eight, nine, ten years old. You're not going out doing stuff. You're at uh-huh. home on tonight with your folks, or in my case, just mom. And it was, uh, well, it's like we do couch time now. You know, there were shows her and I were both into, mm-hmm. and two hours, four shows. My gosh, good stuff. All right, so which way are you leaning on this one? I'm gonna go with Amen. Because Sherman Hemsley was great. Now, I love 227, too. I mean, this is like 1A, 1B pick here. Um, uh, what was uh, the husband's name on 227? Uh, I can't, can't remember, remember his name. But he was so great in that role. He was, yeah. Had the big old mustache. Yeah, and you had Marla Gibbs and... Uh, Jack A. Jack A. And those other two old women out there on the steps are looking like they went. <laughs> yeah, they were great too. But amen, you know, Sherman Helmsley uh, and uh, the preacher and his, Sherman's daughter, Thelma, that was that That's character's right, yeah. name, always hitting on the preacher and stuff. It felt a little <laughs> taboo. Yeah, that was so great. <laughs> yeah, I was, I would, if I was going to go back and start watching them now, it would probably be amen first, just mm-hmm. because of that Sherman Hemsley factor because we'd love the jeffersons that was definitely in that rotation when i was down there watching them those old shows with graham jeffersons were so great and even though you're splitting off you know you got marla gibbs that was on the jeffersons too almost uh almost splitting off but uh george yeah i, I love george so he fit really nicely i think into that show and still had those kind of george moments and you know they had to kind of rein him back the preacher would rein him back in and stuff but um the relationship between the preacher and the daughter too that was so much fun what they did with that so well let's let's expand this one just a little bit stacy didn't ask for it but we'll give it to her so golden girls versus empty nest as good as empty nest was yeah i don't think i put any, that above golden girls me either so if this was a little four-team tournament, that puts A-Man versus Golden Girls in the finals. Who you got? <laughs> Golden Girls, yeah. Really? Yeah, I don't Ugh. think I, I don't think there's a choice there. Golden Girls definitely had the the longer run, the more diverse episodes. Um, now I would say the first two or three seasons Golden Girls, but if it was A-Man versus the later seasons of Golden Girls, I'd go with A-Man. Yeah, it, just, it did kind of fizzle. It kind out. of lost its steam. Yeah. Yeah, they tried to do too many, maybe gimmicks or bring in the guest characters there. Um, the doctor being one of them, you know. Yeah. I don't know if that was just to spin it off or if that character was, <laughs> you know, pulling in ratings or something. All right, let's spin it off. You know, whatever. Yeah, uh, the chicken or the egg. Don't really know. Right. Right. But. I can see where you're going with that, but yeah, I just, the golden girls make me cackle. <laughs> well, All right, is that well, here? you want to do another one or what, what's our timing looking like? Well, I tell you what, we'll go ahead and end it because, uh, after hours tonight, we're going to do a couple more anyway. So, okay. All right. Well, that was fun. That was some good ones this week. Some, uh, some easier ones at the beginning, some that maybe missed us there, but we had a couple solid ones there too. Even that one at the end, Amen and two two seven. That's a that's a good choice there. So, mm-hmm. thank you everybody who has submitted picks over there in our VIP lounge and on Twitter. So, if you want some, get some in this coming week. Yeah, uh, anything you think would you personally want to hear our thoughts on, or you just think would be funny, or you know, <laughs> or just something that strikes you as interesting, just drop mm-hmm. it to us at TRN Social. We'll get it. I'll add it to the database and you could be next. (laughs) 
All right, we're going to head back in the time machine and go back to the present day. And we're going to find out what's coming up in the after hours tonight, besides a couple more retro rumbles. Well, we hope you enjoyed our rumble through time. Again, if you've got a matchup that you want us to chime in on this week, we'd love to hear you at TRN Social on Twitter. You can tag us as well at RD80s at Yesterdayville. We also invite you to subscribe to the Retro Network Time Machine. Check out all of our network podcasts. Some great ones out there. Uh, our newest one that joined the network was a very Brady podcast. They are deep into season four of the Brady Bunch right now. And don't forget, shows like Wizards, the podcast guide to comics. Box Office 30, which is every other Friday. Going through some movies in the early 90s right now. And, of course, Hellion's Talks. Great show where Kevin, the Mass Library, is uh, interviewing some fun guests one-on-one. Lots of wrestling, lots of comic talk in that series. So, easiest way to connect to any of those, go to our website, theretronetwork.com forward slash podcasts. And we have a brand new After Hours coming up tonight. 6 p.m. Eastern for our VIPs on Patreon, and we will be discussing... We'll do a couple more uh, retro rumble picks. And don't worry if you're not a VIP, you're not going to miss hearing your pick. I'm just going to throw a couple that Jason and I each submitted. We'll just do them here that we wanted to talk about. We And I'll make sure we don't hit any big hitters so the masses don't miss out on too much. And uh, probably a little more, what have you been watching? Okay, I've been watching a lot this week, so got some fun ones I'd like to throw your way. So, okay, well, that is tonight on patreon.com forward slash the retro network. Sign up for just five bucks. You can hear us another essentially episode of us each week if you like listening to us. So, we hope and even you if you don't, <laughs> you don't have to stop you from signing up. Well, true, that's true. Get some other bonus goodies over there as well early watchings of uh, YouTube videos and things like that. So anyway, we hope you will join us right back here next week for, I believe we were going to do round three of retro rumble. So come back and uh, we'll meet you here. Jason here for Mickey. We'll see you then. I think when I added all the new ones this afternoon, it was 178 battles. Wow. But uh, we done, you know, some of those last week. They're highlighted. but And I decided to sort it each week alphabetically. That way, as new suggestions come in, if it's already there, I can just add that person's name to whoever had already suggested it and just credit everybody. Cool. So... This has been a presentation of the Retro Network.